the intelligence is built into um, kind of algorithms of how we detect people's intent. Mm-hmm. So we're, if somebody just walks past, typically we don't care. But if somebody walks up to your vehicle and stops, then we can tell that they're, they have intent. Um, and also classifying what those things are. You might not care whether a person is within a metre, but you might care with whether a lorry is within a one metre. So classifying those vehicles, understanding what's around the car, understanding direction of travel on those vehicles or, or items, things, people, cyclists, um, enables us to send notifications to the customer at the right time. Welcome to Flat Silica's We Talk IoT. We'll chat with innovators, experts and business owners to learn how they are implementing IoT and using data to create new business opportunities. I am your host, Stephanie Ruth Hader. In our connected world today, devices don't just function, they communicate, learn and evolve. And today we'll be diving into a device that many of us have in our cars but probably never thought of as part of the IoT ecosystem, the dash cam. Um, our cars, as it turns out, don't just take us from point A to B, they're becoming hubs of data and potential. And with advancements in cloud computing, SIM-based connectivity, artificial intelligence, dash cams are rapidly moving beyond just passive recording devices. They're becoming crucial tools for safety, real-time communication, traffic analysis, and they're even paving the way for innovative business models. So today, I'm super happy to have Bryn Brooker, Head of Marketing for Nextbase, on the show. Uh, Bryn, nice to have you. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Would you like the chance to introduce yourself and what you do at Nextbase? Yeah, um, I'm Head of Marketing at Nextbase Dashcams. Um, we're a UK-based company, but we are now the global leader in the dashcam market. Um, I've been with Nextbase uh, over 17 years now, and I've seen this sector really grow very, very rapidly. Um, this is something that um, you know, five or six years ago, most people hadn't really heard of a dashcam, but now over the last few years, dashcams are almost something that you have to have in your car to make sure that you're safe and you've got proof of fault. It's something that we've seen really interesting development over different regions. You know, the UK and Europe have developed, you know, have taken on this quite rapidly. The US is also coming on quite strongly over the last few years. Um, and there's also other pockets of regions, you know, Australia, New Zealand, where the, the dash cam is um, something that is being adopted very quickly. So what does make a dash cam interesting these days? It's not only about security and protecting your vehicle. Yeah, that's right. I mean, dash cam started really is quite a simple device. It was just a recording device, recording video. And from our point of view, you know, those were the early days, starting just to get evidence for people if they had an accident. But now we are developing the Nextbase IQ product, which is absolutely it's a totally different product. It's a smart product with IoT connectivity, which really opens up a whole new horizon to what we can do. Obviously, we've got the ability to... Um, have your device connected to you as the user. Having the, the dash cam connected to you means rather than it just being a device that you use when you drive, it's a device that can monitor your car when you're not with it. So it really is a, a massive customer benefit that, for example, if your car is in the car park 
you're the other side of the world on holiday and somebody tries to break into your car, you can now know about it. You can see it. You can look into it. You can have the footage stored in the cloud automatically. You have the recording there. Um, and it's about giving you know, customers something that we couldn't give in the past. You know, this is technology you know, at the cutting edge of what can be done. And that's, for me, why working with Nextbase makes it you know, so exciting. Mm -hmm. We're doing things that just haven't been done before. So um, in the case of watching your car being stolen, that's then, of course, obviously something that um, the police, um, insurance companies would find helpful to either find your car again or uh, then you have proof, basically, of the theft, right? Or what are the use cases we're talking about? Yeah, I mean, so there's so many different things that we can do now that we have a connected device. Mm. For example, the IQ has live view, obviously. You can look into the car and see at all times what's going on. But the notifications mean that if somebody bumps your car in the car park mm -hmm. whilst you're shopping, then you would know. And in theory, you'd have that video footage, but you can go out quickly to your car and, and see the person that's just bumped into your car. And there's many cases where somebody may or may have not left a note on the car after bumping yours by accident. Um, but if you're able to kind of catch them red-handed, then you'll be able to make sure that you get the insurance details uh, and make sure it's processed accordingly. Mm -hmm. And likewise, because the IQ, you know, the dash cam is connected, it means that sharing the data is so easy and quick. And from a road safety perspective, this is amazing. You know, we are able to really impact road safety mm -hmm. globally with this new device. Okay. We at Netspace work with many different police forces, mostly in the UK, but also across Europe and elsewhere, where the police are able to view footage that customers have sent and they're able to take dangerous drivers off the road. And being able to do that quickly and efficiently um, with you know, evidence that can be used in court is, is really, really important. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing more and more our customers are experiencing bad driving and wanting to do something with it. Most of us have seen that idiot on the road cutting between cars and really being reckless, being able to do something about it. The police are coming back to us and saying, you know what, you, we've saved people's lives somewhere mm -hmm. because we've managed to get this dangerous driver off the road. Um, they've not gone on to do something worse, which is quite a, I mean, you know, it's, it's a nice piece of feedback for us. To, you know, we're doing something good and the members of the public can as well. So you mentioned safety and accident reporting, but I can imagine that it's also about traffic monitoring. Can, for example, the data from multiple vehicles be used to analyze traffic patterns or predict congestions? Yeah, I mean, as IQ is launched, it's very much a uh, consumer product. Mm -hmm. We really see the data as being the, con it's the customer's data. If the customer decides to share footage with their friend, with the police or with the insurance company, it's up to them. Um, if the customer decides to opt in and share data with, with us or with others, again, it's up to them. But uh, there are things like witness mode, where um, if you're in the car and you're driving, and let's say um, you're pulled over by the police, but you're you're on your own, you're scared, you don't know what's going on, mm -hmm. uh, you can say to the device, uh, hey, IQ, start witness mode, and it will share that footage and the live view with a friend or a relative um, that you've designated you know, beforehand uh, so that they can see what's going on. They mm -hmm. can kind of be with you in that moment of need. Just make sure everything's okay. You know, hopefully it is, but if if something happens, then you've got somebody watching 
able to kind of help you out as well. For us, it's very much helping you as the driver mm-hmm. protect yourself, um, protect everybody else, and also protect your family. There is another feature, Guardian Mode, where you can lend your car to somebody. Let's say um, you take your car to the garage. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, everybody takes the car to the garage at some point in time, but you often don't know what happens to it. Are they driving it safely and responsibly when they're doing their test? Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a few instances already where typically kind of fast cars are driven hard and aggressively in the in the test by a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And with the connectivity that we've got in, in IQ, we're able to set boundaries. So you can say um, in the IQ, okay, tell me if my car goes more than 70 miles an hour and you'll get a notification. Okay. Uh, tell me if my car goes you know, in a certain area. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're able to know what your car is doing, where it is, even though you're not with it. Um, so, so, again, it's protecting your car, protecting yourself, um, and protecting everybody else. Mm-hmm. Cool. From a business model perspective, it would be great to incentivize your customers to um, yeah, to share the data, um, even for bigger purposes like smart city planning, for construction companies, or even advertising agencies. Are you thinking about these kind of things? Yeah, of course. Having the data there, we've got 5.5 million dash cams that we've sold um, currently, mm-hmm. and with this new IQ, that's going to be a lot more. Having points of reference about where there's congestion, where there's crashes, where crashes happen, where near misses happen. There's all sorts of road traffic data that comes from these devices, and obviously they're recording video. We're able to take you could take a still from that video, and yeah, that's something that we're certainly looking at. And putting building that into road safety as well is a real big thing for NextBase. Mm-hmm. So making sure that any action that we take in our business isn't just for a business sake, it is for the of the wider good, really, to help road safety and improve road safety. Mm-hmm. If we're able to make an intersection safer by design because of data that's come from our customers, then that's you know, it's fantastic. If we're able to highlight signs or, or you know, traffic lights that aren't working, mm-hmm. these are things that are well worth doing because they have an impact on us all. And uh, we've been talking about the consumer perspective for quite um, some time with the use cases you mentioned. Is there also something um, for business customers? Like I'm thinking fleet management solutions where you can do real-time tracking or driver behavior monitoring if you have like certain regulations you need to follow, resting times, etc. Yeah, I mean, so the really great thing about IQ is that it's it's deliberately been built as a platform that will evolve. The features that we have on it And day one mm-hmm. are, are the first step in a you know, three, four-year plan for us. And we built it in a way that we can easily you know, do over-the-air updates, obviously, have certain features specific for certain customers. Mm-hmm. So um, if a fleet manager wanted to monitor his entire fleet of vehicles, then we very much have a plan to have that ability. You know, It's got GPS, you can track the vehicles, you can see the speeds of them. You can obviously live view, but that use case is quite different to a consumer. And typically you wouldn't expect people to be able to view into your product as a consumer. But if you are a, uh, in a business perspective, you might expect your fleet manager to dial into your product to live view to see where you are and make sure that you're doing that delivery on time. Mm-hmm. So um, we just have to, when we build these things out, make sure that there's kind of the retail product 
and then the the fleet product where the the software is often different and we make sure that the uh, the experience for the customer whether that be the fleet manager or the retail customer exactly as needed we will take a short break stay with us we will be hearing from our guests very shortly this podcast is brought to you by Afnet Silica, the engineers of evolution. We help you bring secure, intelligent and connected products to market. If you want to learn more about us, we have put information and links in this episode show notes. And you can also connect with us on LinkedIn or afnet-silica.com. That's A-V-N-E-T-S-I-L-I-C-A.com. The video footage that the dash cam is recording, I suppose it's stored to the cloud, right? You, mm -hmm. you mentioned something that um, I think it's a, it's a real-time data transfer. You have a SIM card and the dash cam and it uploads the footage to the cloud, right? That's right. And is there any solution that you where you can analyze the video footage, search something for it? Or how do you process all these huge amounts of data that you must be collecting then or that the customer is collecting? So yeah, um, as it starts off, so firstly, we typically upload the data that is relevant. Okay. So we obviously, we've got G sensors on board on the IQ dash cam. We've got uh, gyroscopes. We've got CV chipsets. They're running computer vision, um, analyzing the road. Um, so when it's boring, normal driving, typically we won't upload that unless needed. Trees, 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 trees. Yeah, if it's a lot of trees with nothing going on, you're not braking, you're not turning, mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing really, then there's no need for us to upload that. What we do have is an SD card on board as well. So the data is written to the SD card in a traditional manner so that if you did want to go back and look at that tree, then you could do. But if there is an incident, such as a harsh braking incident, a crash, obviously, mm -hmm. um, or somebody bumping into your car in a car park, we have triggers that automatically push that data up. Okay. Um, so that is kind of one way of us mitigating terabytes of data going up unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. And then also, obviously, we, the the quality of that file is changeable. Okay. So um, initially, we might push a low-res file up because we don't know if you want it or not. Mm -hmm. um, if you want a high-res file, then the user action can pull the full high-res which is sitting on the SD card as well. So that's tr trying to minimize the you know, the amount of kind of wasted bandwidth so that we can get down to what the customer really needs. And from my point of view, it's, you know, it's, it's a tricky thing to do, but it's uh, something that we think we've got down pretty well. You know, as with all kind of smart products doing video, like a doorbell on your home, smart doorbells, you'll get a notification of somebody walking past. Mm -hmm. But what we've tried to do is analyze that data you know how far away is the person walking in front of your car if they're 10 meters away we can detect that we can tell they're 10 meters away and we can ignore them they're not going to touch your car if they're one meter away and they're standing still then they have intent perhaps to do some damage to your car mm -hmm. and then we'll capture it so there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that we can do kind of prior to the upload um to minimize the amount of bandwidth we waste And um, I imagine that in the development of um, your new dash cam, um, lots of data, you must have analyzed a lot of data to, to make your product better. Obviously, we've got thousands of hours of footage from our, you know, being the largest dash cam manufacturer in the world, we have footage. But what we 
had to work on very very hard was the footage of parked cars. In the past, we have a lot of footage of driving cars, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't have much footage from stationary vehicles because we hadn't been pulling data from stationary vehicles. Okay. So we spent months going around car parks, garages, uh, working with lots of teams to get that data, finding out you know, the proximity of other vehicles, typically in car parks, how they're parked, and then working out how IQ would sense cars, people uh, around. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the technology that we've used to power what we call our spatial awareness in IQ is it's taken us some fine-tuning um, to make sure that we're able to define uh, you know, separate people as people cross over, as there's you know, cars, cyclists, and there's obviously the vehicle itself we have to be mindful of. Mm-hmm. All cars aren't the same. So where is your A-pillar? You know, the, the main mm-hmm. chunks of metal in, in the car, they block out most transmissions. So how do we get around that? How do we kind of cover those blind spots? And we were able to get uh, a solution that covered around 270 degrees of the vehicle out the front. And then by having a rear camera as an optional extra, we were also able to add the remaining coverage by having a camera in the back of the car. Mm -hmm. So in a a deviation to our, our, our normal procedures, um, the rear camera in our traditional dash cams is just a camera. But with the new IQ, the rear camera is more than just a camera. It's a camera plus it's a smart sensing uh, device that links up with the front camera mm-hmm. to give an entire 360 coverage um, while, when your car is parked and so that we can then uh, trigger if somebody creeps up to the back of your car or uh, comes near to the back of your car. And what makes it smart? The intelligence is built into um, kind of algorithms of how we detect people's intent. Mm-hmm. So we're, if somebody just walks past, typically we don't care. But if somebody walks up to your vehicle and stops, then we can tell that they're, they have intent. Um, and also classifying what those things are. You might not care whether a person is within a meter but you might care whether a lorry is within a one metre. So classifying those vehicles, understanding what's around the car, understanding direction of travel on those vehicles or or items, things, people, cyclists, enables us to send notifications to the customer at the right time. Um, So we're trying to minimise the notifications, but the notifications that we do send to you are accurate and valuable mm-hmm. because most of us know it's really annoying when you get you know, hundreds of notifications from a smart doorbell what we try to do is uh, only send notifications when it's worthy and um, what is your vision regarding the integration with other smart devices in either other vehicles other yeah. other sensors um, or homes car parks or even smart cities yeah so i mean as i mentioned earlier the The way that we developed IQ was deliberately in a way that it was open to working with partners. Mm -hmm. So we've already started on that journey. Um, There's a number of partners that we're discussing some great projects with, and we're open to working with others so that IQ can become part of a smart home. It can become part of a smart city. Data can be shared where relevant and where customers give their their permission Mm -hmm. to 
third parties or to help with road safety or to prove that there's an accident hotspot. When we designed IQ from day one, that was part of our intent. Because it's a a connected device, it makes sense that uh, we've got something that other people will be very interested in the movement of vehicles, the speed of vehicles, um, the crashes that these vehicles have. Um, For example, in our work with road safety and with government, we typically work on data from the government around crashes, but that data is always a year old. We never get data of crashes that happened yesterday. Whereas with IQ, very, very easily, we could have day-by-day data of vehicle crashes and therefore the infrastructure of you know, road building or design can be influenced daily and so for us it's quite exciting about what what iq can bring you know obviously you've got the video as well so can we highlight issues where road lighting is is out and, and things like that again improving road safety so yeah this it, it's opened up a kind of a, a pandora's box almost for us it's the the world <laughs> is endless and it's 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 really exciting because you know for for us we've always been at the forefront of dash cams we've done the first yeah we we delivered the first click and go so the first safely mounted dash cam the first 4k dash cam now with iq it's the first kind of truly smart connected dash cam that's able to have work with you know, other third parties and really like change the world which is it's quite exciting yeah that sounds really cool if you had to put together a soundtrack for the launch of your new dash cam. What would be on the playlist? <laughs> I'm going to need some help with this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh. I just have uh, Baby You Can Drive My Car stuck in my head. <laughs> I'm thinking something by Queen, something like that, something typically British or the Beatles. <laughs> so, yeah, something like We Will Rock You because we're kind of really kind of rocking the dashcam world um or i'm in love with my car by queen um yeah those would be two good tracks um that would kind of suit us cool thanks to finish up what would you say is a, is there a common myth about dashcams something that you would like to clarify yeah there is actually there's a really good one um so Typically, people always say to us, ah, oh, dash cams, aren't they big brother? And I, I quite enjoy the question because the perception is, yes, dash cams, and it's kind of, it allows governments to look at everybody. But it couldn't be further from the truth, to be honest. People are buying dash cams because it's their car and the data is theirs, the video is theirs. So if I have a dash cam, it's my video. I'm not giving the video to the government for them to look at me. I'm not allowing the government to look at me. That's yeah, that's big brother. But a dash cam is me. It's protecting myself. It's protecting my family. If I choose to share that footage or that data with other people, then that's my choice. And at Nextbase, we're really, really clear about that. Uh, obviously, being a UK-based company, GDPR is, is kind of high on our list. And we make sure that if people share, they're very clear about how it's shared and they give permission when they do. So yeah, that's that's probably the the most common myth that is busted, and the answer being the opposite is quite yeah. That's why I quite like that question. Thank you so much, Bryn. This has been uh, really interesting and um, exciting to learn about all the opportunities we have with dash cams. Thank you so much for your time, 
And uh, I wish you uh, the best of launches for your new product. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Cool. This was Avnet Silica's We Talk IoT. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating. Talk to you soon. Bye.